The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Discover your geeky haven with Toink.com. We've been delivering you the best products and all things pop culture for more than 20 years. Enjoy a wide selection of officially licensed merch from your favorite fandoms. We carry top brands from Disney, Funko, Marvel, and DC, Star Wars, Harry Potter, and much, much more. We also offer an array of exclusives that you won't find anywhere else. With all these collectible goods, you're definitely going to need a bigger boat. Dive in with code WINGEEKS15 to save 15% off your first order at toink.com. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... Sergeant, we need a response team. We're already putting together the best move. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. <laughs> it's a Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're, we're a time bomb. Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am crew. That I did know. These people may be isolated, unbalanced even, but I believe with the right push... Can be exactly what you need. I'm bringing the party to you. I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen, online and ready. And welcome to another issue of Mighty Marvel Geeks. It is the Intrepid Trio, Kylan, Eric, and myself, Mike. How are you doing? I am. <laughs> I'm with him. <laughs> yep, same. Yes, this time that was not me. Give me a second. I'll introduce you. That wasn't me. It was actually Groot. So say hi, Groot. Hey, Groot, his favorite person. Hey, Groot, where's Gamora? I think I you want to talk. Yeah, I think I said it wrong. <laughs> where's Drax the Destroyer? Hey, Groot, where's Drax the Destroyer? Oh, now he wants to be caught. <laughs> Tell me you're getting shy on the mic. Of course. I wish y'all could see this, those of you that are listening in, because he's got the little animatronic group sitting on his shoulder, and he's turning, trying to speak to it, and, <laughs> and it it's, speak when spoken to, but let him get started saying something else. And he'll start up, yeah. Like, yeah. it's time to battle. What's up, Groot? And now he's active again. Now he's doing it. <laughs> hey, Groot, where's Drax the Destroyer? Okay, here, here's, awesome. what, here's what we need. Mike, you need to do this on Instagram. Yes. Yeah. You need totally. to do a video on Instagram with this. So yes. All of our listeners can see what we're seeing right now, at least the listeners who are on Instagram. Yeah. Right. One, one of my favorites is, hey, Groot, I love to dance. <laughs> Groot, I love to dance. How's it going? What's up, Groot? Groot, I love to dance.
That's him dancing? That's him dancing, yeah. It would be a heck of a thing if the mic did not pick that up. I know. Just don't say Thanos is here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, you don't want to say that. No, no, you don't want to say that. So, hey, Groot, let's go. We're going to record a show. All right. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, boy. We're easily abused here on the show. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Well, how was the thing that you bought that I finally got to you? (laughs) Well, at work, we have a uh, what we call a classifieds list. It's basically, well, it's a classifieds list, but it works through email. And if somebody has, you know, a Red Ryder BB gun they want to sell, they'll put it out on there and say, hey, I want to sell this for 30 bucks, whatever. And um, this lady that I know, she put out, she had recently been to Disney. And she came back with a set of Star Wars Mickey ears. Okay. There's a and few she, of them out there. Yeah. It's it's like crossed lightsabers. Oh, okay. Ears. Yeah, 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 yeah. One year has the Empire. And, Another set. Yep. I, I replied to her email going, I'm sorry, I as tempted as I am, it won't fit with my Yondu fin. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think she quite understood what I meant. So I saw it earlier. It lights up. It makes yes. noises? No. The arrow does it. I have not tried the arrow. Ah. In case y'all are wondering, this is a Yondu fin and Yaka arrow from Guardians of the Galaxy. Cosmic Rewind. Rewind. And uh, so do do you whistle? Does it, like, if you whistle, does it do anything? I don't know. Let's find out. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to try Marvel goodness. Marvel Disney merchandise goodness. There you go. Because, you know, I mean, I, like, I I have a, I I have a shield badge, but the shield badge doesn't do anything. It's it's a badge. Right. You know. All right. So. A light up version would be cool. The arrow does light up. As these gentlemen can can uh, can confirm. Yep. Yes. And let's see. Yeah. Oh, there we go. It also lights up like that. All right. Let's see here. Oh, it does. It does. Oh, cool. So it is kind of sound sensitive. When I talk, it flashes. When mm-hmm. I whistle, it flashes. So yeah. <laughs> cool. That's pretty cool. And I don't remember oh, if hey. I got the instructions in the box or not. No. You could probably find them online. I, I, I think I can work this out. <laughs> so, well, very cool. Uh, check out the homepage, MightyMarvelGeeks.net. Um, right-hand side is where our affiliates are, like Biddy Boomers. Use code WeebyGeeks, all one word, 15% off your purchase. Some great Marvel Biddy Boomers there, like Thanos, like Groot, like uh, She-Hulk, uh, Hulk, Loki. Venom. Venom. Captain Venom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider-Man in different costumes. Miles Morales, Spider, uh, the Inside Out costume, Spider-Man from No Way Home. A um, few others. Uh, also, to use code WINGEEKS15 for 15% off your purchase at toink.com. And each week we do a pick of the week. And our pick of the week is... It is uh, Marvel's Captain America three-piece outdoor barbecue grill utensil set. Uh so you can grill like a superhero. Make your next barbecue super with this tool set featuring Captain America's name and logo. The set includes a large spatula and fork featuring a bottle opener and wide tip tongs. Uh, the handles are made of a sturdy wood. Um, and it actually is pretty long. It's like 17 inches. 
And it's high-quality, high durable, 304-grade stainless steel. Perfect gift idea. The holidays are coming up. Give it to someone else or get one for yourself. And that's free shipping within the lower 48. There you go. So get 15% off and free shipping. Can't go wrong with that. Nope. So um, Marvel News. We're going we're gonna to do a, a recap. Uh, this is going to be our final legal damages for this season um, because we're going to do a full season recap of, of our favorite moments. But beforehand, it's official. Harrison Ford has been cast as the new Thunderbolt Ross. Yep. So the question is, is he the 616 Thunderbolt Ross or is he a Thunderbolt Ross that has landed here from another universe? I... I don't know. My gut says that he's only going to be around long enough to set up the Thunderbolts. And after that, uh, we probably won't see him anymore. Uh, I think we'll probably get Red Hulk and then that'll be it. In which case, all he does is sit back in an ADR room and overdubs. Right. Because they're going to have someone else in the the mocap suit running around. Right. Well, he's not a young man anymore. Right. No, he's not. And this is something that gets, we'll touch on later in the show. She-Hulk, according to She-Hulk, Red Hulk is already out there. So I thought she was just teasing. Where are we going to get like a Red Hulk? Just throwing it out there for the sake of. Yeah, she also thing. asked, when are we getting X-Men? Yeah. Yeah. So. Which we know the X-Men are out there because, you no know, Wolverine, that was like Wolverine in a story. And if you look at Pug's shoe collection, you saw Cyclops out there too so x-men are already a thing in that world right i think red but i I think a lot of this though is easter eggs and um you know that fourth wall breaking of her talking to the fans going what do you want to see next right uh but we can discuss that later when we recap the season Um, right i'm okay with harrison ford as thunderbolt ross but i will admit when i saw his picture thought there was someone else who could have been a better casting. I know who you're going to say. Sam Elliott. Yep. It would have, is Harrison Ford going to be a bigger draw than Sam Elliott? This? Yeah. It's a bigger name. Yeah. I mean, not, not to disparage Sam Elliott in any way, shape or form. Oh no, no. I mean, I, I loved his, uh, I, I loved him as a uh, Thunderbolt Ross, but at the same time, I'm not sure that they that they want any kind of association with that Hulk movie. So, oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember Sam Elliott played Hulk. He was Thunderbolt Ross in um in the Hulk movie, the one with Eric Banner. Wait, was he Thunderbolt Ross or was he Banner's father? Oh, he's Thunderbolt. Oh, he I'm looking now. Okay, yep, Sam Elliott was Thunderbolt Ross. Okay. Nick Nolte was Brian Banner. That's right. So there's no reason. Uh, was he Thunder? No, because they changed Thunder. They changed Thunderbolts for the next Incredible film. Hulk. So the same, the same. Um, but the thing was, the same actor that played Thunderbolt in Incredible Hulk was William Hurt. Was yeah, it was William Hurt. So who, who carried it over the, through the rest of the, yeah? Right. So there, I don't see. So I okay, according to Wikipedia. Or Wikipedia, Sam Sam Elliott had expressed interest in reprising the role from the film from the previous film. Okay, so it was a it was a casting choice. Hmm. So at this point in time, even though the Incredible Hulk is considered a reboot, but yet picks up from the events 
from the first film. Didn't make sense. It's a reboot, but the first film didn't happen. Well, right. if you watch the origin, uh, I mean, if you watch the opening of the movie, the opening of the movie re- completely reboots the origin, makes the origin more like it was in the TV series, and it ties um, the gamma experiments to trying to uh, trying to replicate the super soldier program. Gotcha. That was sort of like their way of. Um, rebooting the origin without having to film the whole thing. All right. Makes sense. I, I, I still, with Hurt passing away, right. re- remembering that Hurt was, or uh, Elliot was the original Thunderbolt on screen. Right. I almost wish they offered it back to him, to Harrison. Me, uh, to um, Elliot? To Sam Me Elliot. Too. Nothing against Harrison Ford. Love Harrison Ford. Right. But I, I think there could have been a, uh, a difference. Right. I, I, you know, I it's I don't understand why they made the they went the way they did with it, but I I I feel the same way. So Eric's being quiet over there. I'm listening. Okay, you're you're enjoying our uh, our blast, huh? <laughs> so let's get into um, the season, She-Hulk season one. Hopefully, not the last season. Hopefully. So, uh, gentlemen, it's time for the Fantastic Four takeaways. If we could keep it at just four. Mm-hmm. Sending to your screens now. Number four. Kylan, why don't you start us off? Well, since we're, we're looking at the overall series, um, I have to say, I, I have to start off with Daredevil. Like, I, I, I never thought that I would love seeing the yellow costume. I, I never thought like when it, when I was a kid, and you know, I, I think I was reading a Daredevil comic, and so he kind of flashed back to his early day, and you know, he's in the red and yellow suit. I I couldn't stand it. I could not stand it. I didn't think I would ever even want to see it on the on no in live action. But that yellow suit looked good. I have to say, yeah, ketchup mustard suit. Well, it was brilliant. Yeah. A nice mix. Nice blend. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like it better than the full uh, mustard suit with red accent that we see in the comics. Yes. Yes. So uh, for a California suit, it, it definitely fits in a lot more with the California nightlife and sure. they're speaking. So, Eric, you're number four. Okay. Um, all right. I didn't know. I, I couldn't make up my mind if this was going to be my number four or my number one. So let's just go ahead and get this out of the way. In my opinion, this show was not as bad as the trolls say it was, but it was not nearly as good as the stands say it was. Uh, I looked at IMDb and basically did some numbers. They said their weighted average was 5.1 out of 10. Uh, I did some numbers on this just the straight arithmetic mean, arithmetic, right. whatever you want. The straight math. Common uh, core, copy. Yeah, the straight math uh, as of today, this being Thursday, uh, it had a 4.68 overall rating. But I took out the tens and I took out the ones uh, because I think that usually gives you a much more accurate. Right. Uh, and you do that, and the straight math average is 5.57. Okay. That's that's kind of where I would put it. It had moments. It had great moments. It also had some not so great moments. You said this is as of what day? As of Thursday. Greetings. I'm the Tactical Holographic Utility Resource System. 
data assessment year-round. You may call me Thursday. Thursday, where were you when I was trying to run these numbers? Yum, 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 yum. Okay, I think it's time to run Norton again. Yep. So it was, again, 5.57. That's kind of where I would put it. Looking at their demographics, it had its highest rating with women over 45, and they gave it a 6.9. The second highest was women between 30 and 40. They had it a 6.8. Men, it ranged between 4.8 and 5.5. And the men over 45 gave it it the highest rating, the 5.5. Okay. So, yeah, that's that's just my overall. It it had its moments. I enjoyed moments. There are moments it could have been a lot better. Okay, fair enough. Very fair. Uh, my number four, and I'm just going to keep with the theme of the number. I loved the breaking of the fourth wall. It was very. I, I thought breaking her breaking the fourth wall is kind of kept the show a little more fresh. Mm-hmm. I like one of the times. What are you waiting for? Another cameo like. Bruce, Long, oh, okay, never mind. I guess we are that type of show. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Her realizing she's a show, but also in that reality. Right. Um, it was played well. And, and I think that actress did it. I uh, can't think of her name. Tatiana Mislani. Yes. I thought she did it well. Her, the, the timing going back and forth, I thought was perfect. My mm-hmm. personal opinion, the finale was the best show of the series. I agree with that. Yeah, because we had been well. I say we, but I, I, I know I have been waiting for that kind of fourth wall smashing since the opening credits rolled. Mm-hmm. But we have watched, we have read Sensational She Hulk. We expect that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, number three. Uh, you know, this is something that we kind of touched on, but yet again, uh. For the second time in a row, we have supportive parents. True, true. She's no uh, Jen is is an, is an adult and has her own life and all that. But you know what? You know it doesn't matter that because you know, she went through some pretty hinky stuff, and her her parents, especially her dad was always there like you know and like they said you know it wasn't new nothing new to them because they had a hulk in the family you know but she was always going to be his little girl and i i loved i i i didn't expect them to not um acknowledge the family relationship but the way that they the way that they went about it that it was um you know that it, it was very um, organic. Um, the fact that like mom and dad, they they like the fact that they have a Hulk to pick up the heavy things, you know. But no, she's still coming over for dinner. And even after the embarrassment of what happened at the uh, gala, they were there for her. No judgment. No, none of that stuff. Like, you know. I just thought that was awesome to see yet again supportive parents. I, I thought that in a in a healthy family relationship, I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Mark Lynn Baker is like the most underrated MVP of this series for me. I agree. He uh I you know, and it's it was kind of weird to see him 
older now although he did pop up for me in another show that i watched and i'm like oh wow okay uh cousin larry <laughs> I, yeah. I wasn't yeah. well yeah, i wasn't yeah i when i first saw him that's those are the two words that popped into my head we yeah. we were watching um when was that i think it was over a weekend mm-hmm. and we started watching ghost on cbs okay yes 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 he's he's, he's the, the neighbor. neighbor on there yeah yeah yeah, another type of character and personality, and I thought it was great. Yes, so, so yeah, that was um, I I that's one of the things I know that was one of the things that we talked about love uh, liking or loving about um, Ms. Marvel, and yet again we we get that here, and it seems to be one of those things that I felt like helped set the show apart. You know, yeah. so so Eric, you're number three. My number three is a fourth. It's another fourth wall. Uh, kind of taken off on what you said about loving the fourth wall smashing, uh, which we all have. We, we, would, we did from the get-go. I think the creative team could have helped themselves a lot by leaning more into it early on because we only got a little dab here and there before the fourth wall came crumbling down like the juggernaut just crashed through it. Right. In the finale. And for a lot of people, this just seemed very jarring. Right. It, it, I get that you wanted to save it for as kind of like a, a surprise pull out all the stops kind of thing. But, I mean, Jennifer yep. has been doing it so much for so long. Mm-hmm. If they leaned into it earlier and and not just lean into it like where she talks to the screen and nobody sees it or hears it. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe getting Nikki in on the act or her dad right. in on the act. Right. Right. To where they can have these moments like her and Wheezy did in the comics where they cannot just break fourth wall. They go full meta and they talk about, well, you know, the director wants to keep this for another episode. So mm-hmm. I'm so where they can they can just completely go, yes, we are characters in a show. They are we are making a show. Turn the right. camera around and you see the director and the, the sound person and all the b- backstage people and, and all that. Basically give us more of what we saw in the finale earlier on. And at one point, heck, you could even have Tatiana holding up a copy of Sensational She-Hulk. Right. Right. And say, you know what? You know, this is what's called breaking the fourth wall. We've it, She-Hulk's been doing this for like 30-something years. Mm-hmm. See, I wouldn't have had a problem if she broke the fourth wall minimum twice an episode, initially, until the finale. All right. Okay, correction, at least once an episode to help set up that, yes, it's something that happens in her show. Let me clarify. When I say lean more into it, I I don't mean you do it every 30 seconds in every episode. I'm saying you don't just stop at looking at the camera and saying something. Carry it around. I'm saying you start start dismantling that facade in earnest very early on, so that way it's not as jarring. Go go full Truman Show with it. Yeah, and I just think that could have helped a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree because I kind of I lost my mind when (laughs) when she like crawled out of her show and then crawled down to. 
assembling the Avengers. Uh, yeah. 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 So I, I was like, well, you know, but like you said, you know, I, I was familiar with sensational she Hulk. I was on board with that. Um, I mean, I would have liked, go ahead. Huh? Now I, I just think I would have liked more of it too. Like, I don't know if a sh- entire show of that level of, of wall breaking, if uh, the non-comic reading person would have been okay with that, but I would have been on board for it. So, you know. Well, you basically have two types of people watching the show, people who are familiar with her in the comics and people who are not. Right. Those of us who are familiar with her from the comics, we expect that kind of deconstructed all meta awareness, whatever. Right. And so we get more. The people who aren't familiar with her in the comic. This kind of breaks them in a little bit. True. I mean, you don't have to go to the degree like we did in the finale. Oh, no, no, no. That was that was epic. That was restaurant quality. Yeah. You know, yeah. But, but yeah. yeah, about the only way you could have done that finale better is if you, instead of having Kevin, the robot, the AI, mm-hmm. you have a big leather chair sitting there in the middle, and then it spins around and there's Deadpool sitting in it. Oh yeah, I, I was I was hoping I was low key hoping for a Deadpool. Uh-oh. I'll admit that. But you know, even Loki would have worked too. True. Or or even Kang. No, that's because Kang does not break the fourth wall. He breaks the fourth dimension, but not the right. Fourth. True. Hmm. But but have that whole uh, Matrix type moment with the vis screens and the chair in the middle. Ah yeah 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 I I, I hear you. Um, my number three for some of the Easter eggs, like Wrecking Crew, Abomination. I gotta say, I gotta say, my favorite though was was the one that we we had a pretty good argument about. But y'all swayed me to thinking the right way. That is Leapfrog slash Frogman. <laughs> the character is Frogman. If you go based on the comics with Eugene, it was Vincent, his right. father, that was Leapfrog. Right. But as y'all said, giving him the name Leapfrog makes it easier than just saying, oh, he's a frogman. Right. So it, it's melding the two characters together, mm-hmm. which I'm okay with that. But yeah, seeing Leapfrog and going, I know this guy. He's hanging on my wall. <laughs> um, he is one of my favorite Marvel villains. We've always talked about that. Right. Um, and we've told the backstory on how I'm not a huge fan of frogs in general, but it, <laughs> this is why I kind of like that character. Right. Because it's something I could get behind because it is something that I'm not a huge fan of. So, um, so yeah. Mm. Um, any other Easter eggs, major Easter eggs or cameos that y'all liked that, um, Alan Gila was huge for me. Uh, I just, because uh, you know the the one that one comic that I saw him in, I'm just like, I don't know. He, he was so over the top, and you're like, that's one of those characters that you didn't realize until it happened that you needed to see him live action. You know, um, that that was that was huge for me. The in general, the deep dives that the show did when it came to their. Uh, Came when it came to some of their uh, Easter eggs, that one especially was was major for me. Yeah, see, that's that's one of my four as well. Is just the best part being the deep cut character cameos that they would never show up anywhere else. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we got some that aren't even She-Hulk related, like Porcupine. Right. Porcupine is my MU pick for this week. <laughs> his very first his very first appearance. Uh Tales to Astonish number forty eight. Uh nineteen sixty three, I think. But he ended up being a, a big villain for, for Ant Man. Mm-hmm. So And my favorite though has got to be Mr. Immortal. Yeah. Yeah. A whole negotiation. Yeah. I mean the thing is, it, I, I, not okay, his behavior was reprehensible. Okay, I I just want to put that out there. But that being said, if you're immortal, I mean, think about it. Like, I I, I could see somebody who was immortal and you know has some questionable morals. That's how they would, you know, behave. You know, I mean, you if you go back to Highlander the series, there were some immortals that that's what they did. You know, they would be involved with somebody, then they would quote unquote die and then just pop up somewhere else, you know, yep. and or or heck, leave the continent altogether and just go someplace and then, you know, then you know, wait forty, fifty years and then go someplace else. You know, go back where you were. You know? It was uh it it was not um a huge leap, but yeah, that that and that negotiation. I'm like, dude, you did this way too often, and obviously, way too close. You know, a- absolutely. And it's 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 funny how he just it, it, clearly there is a huge fear of commitment. <laughs> okay, clearly, of clearly. staying in a commitment. I mean, <laughs> heck, he tried to jump out. He, well, he didn't try. He jumped he out tried. the window. Yeah. When the attorneys get when, when when um uh book went after him, and he turned around and ran, jumped out the window, and you. But uh, yes, like you said, when you're immortal, that usually is that's kind of a go-to response. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work anymore. No, no, especially now for sure because this is it's, it's it's all legal matter now. You know he. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... Number two. Alright, uh, and I, I had mentioned this before, but the genius that is Pug's shoe collection, it told us so much about what's out there and what's coming. Um, I honestly, man, I, um, I expected it to be, like, maybe a couple of versions of no Captain um, or, or uh, Iron Man shoe, you know Captain America shoe, Ant Man shoe, you know, you know the 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 big ones, right? But then to see the Fantastic Four, I know for sure that I saw Thing and Human Torch in there, right? To see them and to see, I, I know for sure there was Cyclops, and I believe Wolverine may have been in there somewhere. Um, uh, to to have Doctor Doom in there, um, like they they told us what was coming, you know, or and and what is already who who is active in this world, you know, because I mean I don't I don't think a com I I don't believe that a comic book character would get a shoe, right? I don't think they would in that world. I think you have to be an actual living breathing hero. You know, and if the fact that 
you know, Pug is spending top dollar on these so he can have one to rock and one to stock. <laughs> they 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 would have to be actual active superheroes. So I'm looking at the picture know. now. I'm recognizing uh old school Falcon, uh looks like Hulk, Nova, uh Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, Green Goblin, Vision, Thing, um Cap, Deadpool, Cyclops. Black Panther, Moon Knight, Spider-Man, Electro. I would think one of them might be Hobgoblin. Is that what that is? Hobgoblin said Green Goblin? Yeah, uh, the well, Hobgoblin is orange and green. Okay, it's not this. No, so. Uh, there's Wolverine. Bishop, maybe? Possible. I can't tell what this one is. Oh, Ghost Rider. Uh, the all yellow shoes I don't recognize. Uh, all yellow? Hold on. Adam Warlock? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, here's a link to the picture. Okay. I am seeing, let's see here. Uh, somebody on Reddit did the sneaker, basically did the sneaker Easter eggs. Uh, they list Iron Man, Captain America, Deadpool, Black Panther, Spider-Man, Moon Knight, Captain Marvel, Cyclops, Green Goblin, Vision, Thing, uh, possibly Wolverine. Yeah, possibly Wolverine, Hawkeye, Gambit, Hulk, Nova, Doctor Strange is a possible. I didn't see Hawkeye. Oh, okay. Very top. Yeah. Um, doc, the Doctor Strange one is top row, second from the left. Yes. Between uh, Ms. Marvel, Electro, Sandman, Lizard. Uh, let's see. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ms. Marvel. Okay, I, see, I see Doom. Yeah, it looks like. I don't recognize the one to the left of Doctor Strange. It's like a they brown. It's a brown and orange. Um, That's a a juggernaut. Okay. So that row, if we went left to right on that row, we got juggernaut, strange, falcon, hulk, doom. Is that who that is? Um, Yeah, it looks like doom. Oh, fort. Wolverine, bishop, and cap. Next row, ghost rider, nova core, whoever, miss marvel, thing, and then deadpool. And I don't recognize the... Tan and green, green goblin vision. But that looks like a old school um, vision, isn't it? Old school vision is right. Looks like right there next to Nikki's mouth. Yeah. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's yeah, that's thinking. vision. Green goblin, then something, then Iron Man. Oh yeah, the the tan tan and green. Is that Sandman? All right, you're talking about the one right next to the face on the Iron Man one. Yes. Yeah. Okay, the Reddit post has them as Sandman. Okay. Okay. Then to the left of Pug's neck. That looks like another Doctor Strange one, man. Do they uh, say who that is? Or no? Or or is it? Uh, wait, wait, wait. Um, the guy that could uh the balls and he could bounce everywhere. Speedball. 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 Holy crap! I think you're right. Okay. Then below that we got Electro, Captain Marvel, Cyclops. Yeah. Below that we got Black Panther, Spidey, and, and then below Spidey not, is Moon Knight. It's not necessarily. It could be Spider Man. It could also be uh, Scarlet Spider. Yeah, it looks like Scarlet Spider, dude. Okay. But at the same time, I'm not seeing any other Spider Man ones. Right. Other than that, I don't. The others aren't colored in, so and there's not enough detail for me to see what it is. Uh, actually, correction. The one that is between the body and the arm, r- same row as Spider-Man and Black Panther, or the spider and Black Panther. Under under Pug's, the, under Pug's armpit? Yep. I'm going to say Namor. Possible, I guess. Possible. 
Either that or it's abomination. Because I'm just looking at that little wing thing. That could be either abomination's ears or that could be Namor's ankle wings. All right. Um, to the right of Moon Knight. Now I might be I might be shooting in the dark here. Mole Man. Um, I don't know. Some of these could be. Some of these are just so they're so subtle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like the one next to Hawkeye. I can't figure out what that one is either. Yeah, I can't either. Wait, there's an eagle, almost like an eagle's head or a bird head. That's not falcon. Red, yellow, red, yellow, blue. I just don't recognize the logo. Not getting into like Gambit. Is that a card? That may be a card. That may be Gambit. The one to the left of Hawkeye's shoe. Yeah, yeah. That's the one this Reddit post has as as uh, Gambit. Okay. Okay. I can see that. I can see that. So, I'm still trying to think who the twenty, who the uh, the all yellow is though. I can't think of it. Daredevil? No. Uh, no. No. Uh, I mean, it's not Luke Cage. Iron Fist. The thing is, it's all yellow and it doesn't have a uh, a logo on it. Yeah, I, some of these I don't know that they're they're meant to be somebody in particular. Huh. Well, I mean, I'm sure they are, but some of them I think are are left just vague enough. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, you know what? Unless that's a version one Iron Man suit. Maybe. Because, you know, those shoes are version three. All right. So picture I found. Version one or version two Iron Man. The one that we said was Sandman, someone's saying is Namor. I think that's actually not the case. And then they're saying the shoe between Wolverine and Captain America is Cable, which makes sense since he was in. uh, A low Deadpool is Silver Surfer. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. And below Silver Surfer is Thor. Ah, yeah. Okay, I see that. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I. So we we see who's already established. Obviously, you know, we see some people from the Disney Plus shows, and we see some characters that have been mentioned in like news clippings uh, on the show, and also what is coming. Down to Pike eventually. You yep. know? So, Eric, your um, number two pick. My number two was uh, was Kylan's number two, I think. Or number three, excuse me. The the cameos. Okay, which was my number three, actually. Talking about Leapfrog and yeah. being my favorite of the yeah, ball. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, my number two was a mix of the end credits scenes that we did get. And the credit art, because the credit art was almost you know, like we're just here talking about pug shoes. There was something. There were there were generic frames in each one, like oh the street street corner scene with the tourists. Mm-hmm. But there was also something pertaining to the episode or after the episode. Right, like El Aguila being when he was in college, be a yeah. matador. Yeah, yeah, I I love the end credit artwork. Hmm. It had a very nice watercolor feel to it. Yes. Very, very great vibe with it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, moving right along. Number one. Ah, oh, man. Number one. Number one was, for me, the fact that they they did this show and kept it as close to the original material as they did. Uh, they could have easily tried to play it safe and not make it too comic book. Um, but they didn't do that. Uh, I, I, I slid right to the show at, uh, at times 
a few times definitely feeling like that I was looking at an an issue of sensational She-Hulk, and I, I really appreciated that. I mean, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll chime in on that. Uh, and we talked about before how they they touch on every era, every volume of She-Hulk, or every incarnation yeah. of She-Hulk, and then even gave a, a slight nod to the to the show that led to the creation of She-Hulk, just so Marvel could maintain the rights with the Incredible mm. Hulk show. That was more than just a slight nod. <laughs> yeah, that was a major, and I thought it was great. That was a major head thing. I thought that was that great. was that was awesome. I absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all, all the way to um, you know, you know, going with a a really bad stand-in for She-Hulk. You know, if if it was going to be done in the seventies, <laughs> you know that that was uh, that was fun. I enjoyed it. Absolutely, I agree. I agree. So, Eric, you're, you're number two or number one. Sorry. Number one. And it's not just this is something not just on She-Hulk, but I have noticed a lot of it with a lot of other shows lately, shows and movies. If there is to be a season two, if it does happen, for the love of Jack Kirby's ghost, enough troll flame. Spend less time chasing trolls and more time working on the show itself yeah right i mean you're always going to have trolls you're always going to have detractors you're always going to have naysayers marvel shows get them disney shows get them star wars shows get them dc movies get them we have them yeah and the occasional the the occasional pot shot at them that's one thing Mm -hmm. i personally think they spent way too much time chasing the trolls in in this season yeah I, i I get, I get what you're saying, man. It's a uh, like, it's no, go ahead. Like it, it's almost like this has become the new marketing normal. You create buzz by insulting people. If you like, if you don't watch this show, well, you're an incel. You're you're a bigot. You're a misogynist. You're whatever slur you want to use this week. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not just this show. You've seen it so many other places. It's just enough is enough already. Right. Give us reasons to want to watch the show. Don't tell us we're bad people if we don't, because that's not making us want to watch it. Mm -hmm. Agree. Uh, I mean, no, go ahead. For me, I mean, there there were moments where it was fine. Yeah. Like when they used actual Instagram, Twitter comments for the She-Hulk name. Perfect. That was brilliant. And you added some other stuff along with it to, to break it up. Mm-hmm. Original content mixed in with it where you had actors commenting. I'm hoping mm-hmm. that wasn't real videos. If there's not, if, uh, if without being compensated, video, there could be some uh, infringement concerns. Right. Which is what I'm concerned about with that. So I'm hoping they, with some, you know, with some of it, they went and created their own with the actors doing their videos, that they created that just so they didn't have the infringement rights. Well, I mean, considering that, uh, considering how um, strong uh, Disney's legal team is, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't let them do something that would uh, put them in some type of legal jeopardy, you know? You would think and you would hope. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. exactly. I mean, my whole thing is, can we just get back to making us want to watch something rather than 
you don't want to watch it, well, then you're a bad person. Yeah, it was like, you know, on, on one side of it, I get – I understand you know, the need to point out that they're aware of what's being said and that sort of thing. But at the same time, I I often feel like if you if you give if you give those people voices, it just kind of encourages it, you know. Because um, you give them the attention they're looking for. Yeah, yeah, and I don't. And it's like you said, you no, know, we we know that. We, well, I mean, we we've gotten our share here, you know. But and you know, we could you know spend. You know, some amount of time or whatever talking about that, but why? You know, I I just don't I don't want the show. I, I'm like you, you know, you, you know. We get to the second season, you know, it's been enough. Like you know, the the big bad turned out to be the person that was behind all of that. You know, let's let's move to something else. No, don't. Don't continue feeding that monster. You know there, there's no need for it. Yeah, I mean, uh, there is a point where you are spending way too much time attacking people who criticize you. Right, right. And I think at times they have done that. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I'm speaking in very general terms, not just to the powers that be at She-Hulk, but just anywhere else, because that seems to be a major part of marketing. Yes. You know, you'll call somebody out and say, well, you know, you're just a bad person. This movie isn't for you or this TV show isn't for you. And then they come back. It's like, why are our ratings so bad? Why why didn't we do better at the box office? And it's almost like they can't put two and two together on that. No, no. So that's, folks, if you are involved with the with the creation of She-Hulk, we care about this show. We think it's it, it, it's it can be awesome. It can be fabulous. We're just trying to help you get there. Yeah. We're not saying this to just totally drop a deuce on it. We're here to help. Oh, oh no, never. Ne- at all. Never. I mean, yes. You don't want any Marvel show to fail. No. We're, no, no. We may be critical, and it's okay, because we're critical because we care. It's okay to not like something, provided you have a reason for not liking something. Yeah, which many times we've had that reason. <laughs> I.e. season one, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Well, specifically the first half of season one. Yeah. Right. But again, looking back at Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. first half of season one and Star Trek Next Generation season one and Firefly se- Oh, wait, never mind. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I mean, often the first season is the worst because right. you're still you're tr- you haven't hit your stride. You're still trying to figure things out. You're still trying to build stuff. Yeah. And I hope, and I do hope there's a season two because I really want Razorback. Oh, yes. Buford Hollis, Space Trucker. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Yeah. Um, that's, that's my soapbox rant. <laughs> so, Kylan did his number one. Yeah. That was just your number one? That was my number one. Mm, I've totally lost what my number one is. Have you looked behind the fridge? No, I'm afraid to look. There's a werewolf there. Uh, that make it a werewolf or something. Uh, something fuzzy's back there. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, I th- I think for me, the, my number one was the biggest setup for what's next. Bruce coming in and going, "Hey, this is my son Scar." Yeah. What? 
we're going there already? Yes. Scar looks like he belongs in a Canadian boy band. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, which is funny because I have a story. The actor breaks a silence on his new Marvel role. Okay. Uh, apparently, Will Deusner shared a look at the motion capture process for the Disney Plus series. Uh, fans took a peek at all those dots necessary for motion capture work. Um, the Avengers would have had their handful with their friend Bruce Banner and son, for sure. For now, feast on these images and hear what Scar could have looked like. Uh, they even had him in a, in a scuba, like a scuba vest at some point, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, as he says in his Instagram post, I didn't get to take a lot of pictures on the set of She-Hulk official. It was a wild new experience. I had to act with dots all over my face in these itchy gray pajamas. I wore this vest for the mocap equipment in it, and everyone had to act to the head of a golf ball attached above my head. So that was weird. Lucky one of the producers drew a nice little face on it. <laughs> I remember correctly, we named him Paul. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, um, apparently his original look was a lot more emo. I'm glad they fixed that. Yeah, now it's just mediocrely emo. Yeah. I mean, I kind of like, I, I, I do kind of like the warrior, the warrior monk yeah. ponytail, but the look, he, he did look kind of, he didn't look warrior monk like. He looked, he did look emo. Right. So, I don't know. So, um, wrap us up. I want to touch on, because I don't know if we've touched on this before, but it's a good time to bring it up again because, you know, holidays are coming up soon. Always looking for new stuff to, to watch streaming if you can find it. 10 Marvel movies made before Disney bought the MCU. Number okay. 10. All right. From 1978. Highland's all time favorite. Oh my gosh. Doctor Strange. <laughs> Does that count? Because that was like a TV movie. Does that really that, count? There, It's on this list, so it's counting. Oh, okay. Well, I know what else is coming then. <laughs> uh, number nine, 1977, Spider-Man, made-for-TV movie that was also the pilot for the for the series. Okay. Mm-hmm. Of guest of the show, Nicholas Hammond. Yes. Yep. Uh, number eight from 1979. I'm trying to get this person on the show. Red Brown. Red Brown, Captain America. Mm, I remember that. In mm-hmm. at number seven, and we've had... This was our only Mighty Marvel Geeks Max, Fantastic Four from 1994. Mm. Yep. That was a great show. Great episode we did, or issue we did. Uh, coming in number six from 1998, Blade. Oh, yeah. the In my opinion, the movie that was responsible for the beginning of the MCU. Agree to I disagree. We see that. Agree to disagree. But, yes, Blade deserves major props for that. <laughs> Wait, I, I know what you're going to say was the reason for it, but okay. Number five, mind you, this is 10 Marvel movies made before Disney bought the MC. Oh, my goodness. And at number five, now apparently these are not ranked. It's just, okay. I guess, what they, as they thought of it, uh, from 2000, X-Men. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The first one wasn't bad. First no. one was not bad. First one was pretty good. Uh, number four. They put two films in at number four in 2005 and then 2007. Fantastic Four, Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Okay. okay. Number three from 2003, Hulk. Okay. Also from number from 2003. I didn't think this was a, that bad of a film. It could have been better, but I like the Kevin Smith cameo. I like Joey oh. Pants, Daredevil. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Daredevil was not bad. 
Uh, I, I, I'll reserve my comment. <laughs> you guys, you guys know how I feel about Daredevil. I, I know, I know. Yeah. So, Affleck yeah. was definitely a better Batman. I loved his Batman. If it wasn't for Kevin Smith being on set and being friends with Affleck, I don't think his Daredevil would have been as palatable otherwise. True. So, in at number one, covering the years of 2002 to 2007, Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3, Tobey Maguire. Okay. So. There are two movies. There were three movies missing off this list. Yeah. What about Men in Black? Technically not a Marvel film. It is, but isn't. Okay. Actually, there's four movies missing. Well, I, I'm going to let you mention the most obvious one. Go ahead. Although there was a Captain, there was a Captain America from... 1990. Yes. 90. Yeah. That's one. I think Frank Langella was the Red Skull. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Actually, I, uh, I said there was four movies missing. Mm-hmm. Let's say five or six movies missing. So uh, the 90. Technically, you got all the uh, Incredible Hulk movies from the 90s, 80s and 90s. Made for there TV, yeah. the Punisher movie with Dolph Lundgren in it. Oh, yeah. Yep. And you know what? There was that... Uh, oh. I'm so sorry I can't I'm about to even mention this. The Hasselhoff. Nick Fury Nick Fury Agent of Shield with the Hasselhoff. Hasselhoff. Yep. Uh, yeah. Well, technically, there's the other two Punisher movies. Oh, that's right. The one that takes place in Tampa and then Warzone. Yep. Uh you're also missing Blade Two, Blade Three. And you're missing the second Captain America movie uh, with, with Red, Red Brown. Brown. And you're missing Howard the Duck. Yeah, see, I wasn't gonna mention that one. That that was you. Yeah. So, so hmm. yeah. Uh, hmm. So according to this you know article, was, either way, there's a cacophony show. of content that comic book geeks enjoy. Okay, never mind. Huh? They're, they're not even saying this is a top 10. This is just uh, years later, we have a plethora of major box office hit films. Cool. Uh, okay. Mentioning 10 movies, you're missing a lot. Right. I mean, there was... And this was this was in the same vein as Nick Fury, Agent of Shield. It was an attempt for a series. It was de- it was sorry, not Degeneration X, Generation X. Um, it was it, it was it was a Fox movie. It felt like it was it was going to be a, sort of like their, uh, it was it was the pilot for a series that never happened. Right? Yeah, I couldn't believe I said Degeneration X. I said no, no, that's something else. That's something else. Hey, they just celebrate 25 years themselves, so. I saw that. Hey, down with this. We got two words for you. Sorry. <laughs> Go dark. <laughs> uh, final thoughts, guys. Uh, well, you know, uh, She-Hulk's going to have to, as far as series goes, She-Hulk is going to have to last us for a bit because I don't think we're seeing another series until next year. And I don't even know what series is coming up. Uh, good question. Well, I did see that Oscar Isaac said that there are talks about a Moon Knight season two. I don't remember any kind of timeline mentioned on that, but mm-hmm. that enough is getting me. Well, the, oh. the next part of phase four we're getting is Black Panther. Okay. And that looks like, uh, actually, no, the next show we're getting as a special is the Guardians holiday special. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, other than that, we go from there into Phase 5. Black Panther okay. and the holiday special are going to wrap up Phase 5, or Phase 4. Okay. 
And then we start with Ant-Man and Wasp. Uh, Film-wise, we go Ant-Man and Wasp, Guardians, Volume 3, The Marvels for 2023. And What If Season 2, Secret Invasion, Echo, Loki Season 2, Ironheart, Agatha, Coven of Chaos, and Daredevil Born Again. Okay, cool. And Ironheart, uh, uh, Secret Invasion, Echo, and the Marvels, uh, or Secret Invasion, Echo is 2023, Daredevil 2024, uh, Ironheart scheduled late 2023, Loki mid-2023, uh, What If early 2023, uh, Agatha late 2023 i'm expecting it to be around halloween mm-hmm. and then 2024 early 2024 daredevil that will be your uh your films or your, your tv series okay so six next year uh what if nine episodes secret invasion six echo to be announced loki six Ironheart six agatha to be announced daredevil 18 so any other final thoughts <sighs> no i think i'm done and there's only one thing left to be said all wrapped up here sir Will there be anything else? No, just time to go dark. 